This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Going to have another discussion now, kind of agriculture-related. Well, I guess agriculture-related, but uh, much different than we were talking earlier about canola. We're talking about bees here, and there's a lot of concern about what we may be facing when it comes to a bee shortage, I guess, for lack of a better term. But let's talk to somebody who actually knows. We're going to chat with Paul Kelly, who is the research and apiary manager at the Honey Bee Research Center at the University of Guelph. Paul, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us today. You're welcome, Shay. When we talk about bees, first of all, let's just describe how important they are to agriculture of all kinds. I mean, without the bees, we don't have agriculture, right? Yeah, a good chunk of uh, the food we eat depends on bee pollination, and it's the most delicious and nutritious part of our diet. Fruit, seeds, nuts, berries, vegetables, uh, even coffee. Uh, Lots of things depend on bee pollination. And honeybees are the most important uh, bee out there doing that pollination in agriculture. Now, what's the situation? I know, I mean, uh, cranberry farmers in Quebec have some concerns, but what about just generally speaking? I know there's been stories for years now about bee populations being under pressure, and we're all going to pay for it. What is the current situation with honeybees? Well, this is uh, a really bad year this year, unfortunately. Uh, Since 2007, we've had higher losses of colonies over winter. That's the hardest time of year for bees, uh, especially long, cold prairie winters and places like Quebec that have uh, colder winters too. So we are now losing about 35% of our colonies on an annual basis. Uh, But this year, it looks like uh, it's going to be higher than that. Uh, The numbers aren't all in yet, but early results look like something like 40% in Alberta, uh, a little bit less than that in BC, higher in Ontario, much higher in Quebec. They're looking at about 60% or so. But that's an average. So we've got some people that are losing 90% of their bees and others that are fared not bad, like they're losing 10-15%. So we're trying to figure out what's going on, and, uh, you know, it's a serious situation. Any idea why? Why are we seeing these reductions? Well, we had a really widespread phenomenon last year that I've never experienced before. Um, Our bees, everybody, right across North America, everybody's bees did extremely well last year. So they came through the winter Almost every hive survived. The hives are really populous, lots of bees. That means they're raising male bees early, and this parasite that bees get develops on the male bees. It reproduces on male bees as they're developing. And so we had a much higher production of these parasites within the the colonies. They're called Varroa destructors. So the name, Hmm. uh, they're, they're as bad as the name sounds. Is there any alternative? If, if we don't have the honeybees in numbers that we need, is there another way of doing the pollination? Or is, are we completely reliant on honeybees? Well, with large-scale agriculture, there just isn't enough uh, native bees around, and not all native bees are they basically evolved with the flowers um, that they um, were with throughout time here. So native bees are good at pollinating native plants, but not necessarily agricultural crops. And when we grow crops 
uh, in large plantings, um, big fields, there there just isn't enough native bees around to do that pollination. Honeybees can be moved in, and whenever you move a beehive in, you're plunking down 60,000 hives in a box. So that's a lot of pollinators all at once put into that spot. So modern agriculture is very heavily reliant on um, on honeybees, but there's um, th- there are things we can do to support native bees too to help uh, boost their populations, and it's all about pollination. Um, we're, we're helping any pollinator helps with pollen pollination. So how do we do that? What, what are the things we can do? Well, uh, a lot of people uh, plant for bees in their backyards. Even c- cities are great places for uh, native bees. Uh, there's such a diversity of flowers growing within urban environments, and so people plant uh, plants in their backyard that benefit bees. Um, honey bees tend to forage where there are masses of flowers together, so they're really good out in agricultural situations. But uh, those small-scale plantings in, in yards uh, really help. Uh, other things that can be done are um, Limiting sprays in roadsides so the plants just uh, grow up naturally. A lot of plants that grow on their own, just voluntarily come up, are good for pollinators. It's not always about planting for them. Sometimes we just need to naturalize uh, areas to uh, favor the pollinators. Interesting. Uh, And every time we have this discussion, I get people asking about the nicotine-based pesticides and if that's something that we need to be aware of. Uh, yeah, there's certainly concerns there. Um, they're not the only agricultural uh, products that can uh, harm bees. Uh, bees are insects, so insecticides are generally not good for them. Yeah. Uh, but there's I was concerned about uh, fungicides and, and herbicides as well. Some of these, the effects of some of these are sublethal, so they're they're not easily measured. Uh, something like mites is a little bit more easily measured so that we can have a better idea of what's going on that way. Uh, but there have been instances in the past where there have been serious problems with uh, insecticides, and uh, it's not clear whether that's playing into uh, this year's conditions. Um, we know the mites are a serious problem, but we're, we're not sure yet how much pesticides play a role in the losses that beekeepers have been experiencing. Paul, great information, great update. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Shay. That is Paul Kelly. Paul is a uh, research and apiary manager at the Honeybee Research Centre at the University of Guelph.